Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of the Skilled Trades Playbook. I'm your host, Juan Caroso, author of the At Your Best Playbook series. In this episode, you'll hear my conversation with Aaron Atkins-Ori. Aaron is the president-elect of the Northwest Arkansas chapter of NAWIC, the National Association of Women in Construction. Let's start with, tell me a little bit about yourself and about the National Association of Women in Construction. Okay. My current role um, professionally is as director of construction for High Street Real Estate and Development. Um, so I'm doing construction management for an owner developer. Most of the the work that we do is urban development or new urban development, and most of the building um, that we do is is built to keep. And so there's a strong emphasis on on construction quality. And and one of my major roles uh, in the company is is making sure that everything we build is quality and is going to last a lifetime because we do build everything to own it. And then another one of my roles is with my local NAWIC, National Association of Women in Construction chapter. I am the 2020 president in September. And the National Association of Women in Construction is a a nationwide organization servicing women all through the construction industry and the supporting industry. So everything from women working in the field as a plumber to women working for a general contractor in a project management position or in an administrative position, um, even women working for companies that service um, the construction industry like bond agents or insurance agents that would benefit from the networking opportunities that that being able to um, network with women who are working um, for these contractors or otherwise in the industry. Tell me a little bit about how NAWIC helps someone who is in transition, whether they're recently out of high school or recently uh, in transition because of a job change or so on. They are looking to go into the construction industry, but they are looking for some guidance. What what could they approach NAWIC and, and be able to, to gain from you? Well, there's, there's a lot of different things that somebody in that position could gain um, from getting involved with a local NAWIC chapter. The first one that comes to mind is just having those connections because making a career change or, or starting a career, um, one, of the, one of the first things you really need is to just know people um, and to be able to connect with and network with other women that are already working for the kinds of companies that you might want to work for and can help, you know, help you find a position, help you find a good fit. Um, that's, you know, one of the um, great advantages to getting involved in an organization like that is just getting yourself out there and making those connections and being able to to learn what opportunities are out there. But NAWIC also um, provides education through the local chapter level with you know, monthly monthly meetings that often have an educational component. Um, every chapter has a professional development and education committee. I currently serve on on that committee, and we help to 
make arrangements for our guest speakers or the educational opportunities for each month's meeting, as well as additional opportunities, um, whether it's online learning opportunities or, or otherwise that, that we share with our members um, so that they have um, the chance to maybe learn some new skills, um, whether it's leadership, leadership skills or technical skills, um, but all things that would improve um, their ability to make a career change. And then um, there's scholarship opportunities for trade school um, or for um, a trade-based college education that are available through the um, NAWIC Education Foundation, which is NES, and also at the local chapter level. And so there's there's opportunities by getting involved with NAWIC to, to make yourself um, an applicant to receive funds to further your education. The mentoring opportunities, you can connect with, like I mentioned before, just the networking and connecting, but connecting with just specific individuals within the organization that can serve as a mentor or as a, a guide through your process. Um, we really emphasize the importance of, of making ourselves as members available to other members to help them through their journey. What are you seeing from the perspective of recruiting more women into the skilled trades? What do you think is needed? Do you see it evolving and changing? Uh, is there a better, more specific message? How do we uh, attract more women to the skilled trades? This is a point that's near and dear to my heart because I, I see it every day, just the shortage. Um, before my current role, I worked um, in a general contracting position and just the pricing on everything was getting higher and higher. And the only um, reasonable explanation was we couldn't get anybody. There was no competition. The subs weren't, didn't have anybody to compete against um, because, you know, there was more work than there was laborers to perform it. And so I've seen how that affects the cost of things. And now from the, from the owner's side, we're seeing the cost continue to escalate and how that affects us. And I do think that women are going to be a huge key in, in solving that gap. And I think that the message to the women is really the same as the message to anyone. There is a huge opportunity for success here because anywhere that there's a shortage and a demand, then there's an opportunity for success. Um, and there's none of these trades um, there's nothing about them that women can't do, and they have the opportunity to enter into um, a career opportunity with little to no debt, making every bit as much or more than a college graduate. And so that's one of the messages that, that I like to promote to really anyone, male or female, that's trying to decide what they're going to do next is that there's a huge opportunity to enter into the trades because of the shortage um, of available workers and make really good money and not have $40,000 worth of student loans to pay off. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily even mean getting your hands dirty or plunging somebody's toilet. I mean, there are so many opportunities out there that, that go straight into even management level positions very quickly in the construction field. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think the skills gap is getting so much notoriety nowadays, but no one is actually talking about the fact that the skills gap represents a tremendous opportunity. The, the law of supply and demand is working, on, working overtime to, on behalf of, of anybody sitting on the sidelines or thinking about the skilled trades. It's, uh, if there's ever been an opportunity to future-proof a future career, uh, this, is, this is the time. If we circle back to NAWIC and it, it, you wanted to convey a, 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 a clear message to women in any local market where NAWIC has a chapter, it would almost sound like given the networking opportunities, you would encourage them to immediately start taking advantage of the, the relationships that can be built from NAWIC. That seems like one of the key offerings that you bring to the table in any local market. Is that right? I would say definitely, because even if you're not looking for a career change or um, looking for a job change, if you are, for instance, um, an electrician and you're able to go and network with other women who are maybe general contractors, it gives you the opportunity to earn more work as you develop a relationship um, on a personal level with these women um, and vice versa. You know, you're working um, as a general contractor and you're trying to find more subcontractors to bid your work and you're getting to know these other people. And, you know, it just helps uh, improve the entire um, network of uh, resources that you have at your hands to do the job that you already love better. Um, you have access to more people and more resources and as you build these relationships. What does membership look like? What uh, is, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a fee and there's a, a threshold to get past to, to, to be a member. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, every, every chapter um, locally sets their own membership fees and sometimes there's um, a tiered um, fee. Like if you're a student, it may be a much lower cost or no cost. Or if you're a retiree um, that has left the trade, there may be a discount for that. Um, a typical membership usually runs about $200 a year, $250. Um, it's, you know, one of the lower professional organization fees, but there are usually you can get your your company that you work for. If you're already working for a company to cover a professional organization fee like that, and that's not usually a, a barrier um, for getting involved in the organization. But our meetings are also open um, to non-members. And so the opportunity to at least come in and see the presentations, the educational uh, material that's presented at our chapter meetings. Um, there's the opportunity to come in and and observe any of those, whether or not you're a member. Typically, the chapter meetings have have a fee to get in, um, and again, it's going to vary from chapter to chapter, and it might be a little bit higher if you're a non-member. But it usually just covers maybe food if it's a lunchtime meeting or something like that. So there's an advantage to being a member in that maybe you're not having to pay as much for um, the the monthly meeting fee. That as far as requirements for membership, you do have to work somehow in the construction industry or a support industry, but it doesn't matter if that's um, an administration role or in the field or management 
or like I mentioned earlier, you're an insurance agent that sells liability insurance to builders. That's an important uh, related field to the construction industry. So while you do have to be connected to the industry, there's there's lots of opportunities to, to get in and get involved. Well, it just seems like a, such a small price to pay. If you look at your at your craft as a profession, something that you want to build on and possibly start a small business and or whatever else you're choosing to do. If you're in the field and you're a woman, you should seek out NAWIC to at least begin the, the networking that, that that's available to you. And, and then you have the other resources that you're talking about from the mentoring and so on. Not to, not to make this an advertisement for NAWIC, but it makes perfect sense to uh, engage and, and pursue the opportunities that you guys bring to bear. Yeah. And one other um, opportunity within NAWIC that I didn't really mention before is actual leadership roles. There is an entire board of directors for each chapter that's elected every year, but then there's also multiple committees that um, focus on maybe specific events or um, the finance of the chapter or the professional development um, or chapter relations with the public. And there's a number of committees that any member can get involved with, even if they weren't elected specifically to the board. Every member has the opportunity to get involved in one of the committees um, within the local chapter. And my personal experience in getting involved both on the committees and being elected to the board of directors is that it has really helped grow my um, people skills and my leadership skills uh, in ways that I could not have imagined. So, and that opportunity is there for every single member of the chapter to get involved and really improve themselves. And that translates back to the businesses that they're working on and their own personal growth within those businesses and outside of those businesses. And so that's one opportunity um, that I, I can't express enough how much I appreciate in, in being able to be involved in all of that in my local NAWIC chapter. The construction trades are so, once you've acquired the skill set, they're so portable. You can go from one from one locale to the other and follow the work or follow the, the needs of your family. And if you're a NAWIC uh, uh, member, how does that help one way or the other? You were part of one, now you go to the other. Is there a complementary, an alignment that allows you to go from one to the other and become, you know, automatically have a, a network from in, in a new location? to start working on the nation yeah the nationwide network of these women is incredible the the chapters the local chapters all meet together at regional conferences um twice a year and then there's national conference as well and you really get to know women from all over the country there's been um so many stories i've heard about women who lost their job um and they just reached out to that network and and you know or they know that they're moving across the country and they reach out to that network and they've been able to find exactly what they needed to be able to pick up from one place and connect with these women um, in a totally new location and start a new career. It's really a sisterhood. Um, and it's, it's an amazing sisterhood that, that connects these women all across the country. And it's, um, it's really been a blessing to many women in being able to um to make those connections and to be able to make those those moves across the country or across the state um, and be able to you know 
find new employment if they needed it. And so that is definitely another advantage um, of getting involved in the organization. Let me ask you a final question. What would you want to tell your younger self to learn or to master sooner or avoid altogether? It can be about your professional life or life in general. Oh, so many things. But I would say that the the thing that took me the longest um, to realize would be that it's okay to say no sometimes at on a professional level. I've had a lot of employers that um, tried to put too much on me and I would do it because I thought I had to do it. And then when I finally realized I can say no, nothing bad happened, you know? And so I think that allowing myself to find that balance in my life and and not letting um, my job and my career take the top priority out of fear that if I ever said no to a task or a responsibility that all of a sudden I wouldn't have a job. And so I, I think that, that I wish I'd known sooner that, that I could have that balance and that I could say, no, that's too much, find somebody else to do it. I think, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I wish I'd learned sooner. That's a great answer. I, I should have learned that sooner as well. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. You have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Skilled Trades Playbook and hearing about the National Association of Women in Construction from Aaron. Please send me your comments, feedback, any ideas that you might have on how I can improve the Skilled Trades Playbook. You can send me a note on Twitter to at AYB Careers or send me an email directly to J-C-A-R-O-S-S-O at at yourbest.com. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button. That way I can continue sending you these episodes of great people giving you their opinions and insights on the skilled trades and closing the skills gap. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.